0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Old Ed Jazz Podcast. Yeah. So I'm your host, Matyash, and today I have with me Julie Ramsdell. We're going to talk about biofield tuning, how she got into it, the reasons for procrastination, which is something I really wanted to know, the importance of meditation, why people should meditate, and the benefits of that the illusion of separation that we have how to tell true guidance from not true guidance and you shouldn't shoot should yourself things like that starting out with reiki how she started out doing that uh guidance she got from a medical intuitive that eventually got her to go into this field of biofield tuning and speaking of truth the importance of that taking chances and what appeals to you and we also did uh talk about astrology and we did a demonstration of biofield tuning about 15 minutes starts at about 48 minutes into it this and much more in this podcast so sit back relax and enjoy the podcast welcome to the new episode of all That jazz i'm your host Matias, and welcome to the podcast julia ramsdell
1: hey how's it going?
0: good how are good you
1: good thank you
0: i I was saying before the podcast <laughs> i love the the paintings behind uh and uh this is uh i understand your treatment room right
1: yeah, this is my treatment room and uh the the photographs of nature are uh really appropriate um given that uh I think that nature is an incredible healer so my my best advice to any of the the people that come to see me is go outside spend some time in nature so uh yeah it's my treatment cool. room
0: so uh what what kind of treatments uh the people receive in this room
1: well um i i do a type of sound therapy it's called mm. biofield tuning and i work with sound and oh. uh I use sound to get rid of, uh, basically energy that's stuck in the body. And it's mostly stuck due to, um, emotional blockages, just stifling your emotions and stress that enters the body. It gets stored in the body.
0: Yeah. Like, um, for example, me, I have, uh, right now I'm going to university. I have a lot of trouble with, uh, procrastination. And would you say that's also a form of fear or uh, some some kind of stuffing uh, in the emotional body?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so I work in I work in people's biofield, mm. and another word for that is the aura, and it's basically all of your thoughts and beliefs, and so we have the, these distorted beliefs that we inherit by virtue of being a human being by through our ancestors, or just just your own thoughts, thoughts that are given to you by your parents. So um, what I do is I work on removing those distorted beliefs, um, and thought forms that are stuck in your field, that would mm. prevent you from doing your work on time and giving your best effort. So whatever is telling you, yeah, oh, I'm gonna procrastinate
0: yeah Yeah. it's it's not just telling me it just happens i'm like oh i don't know what happened and and (laughs) and so (laughs) um so let's go back a bit so how did you uh, initially get into this kind of work line of work did you um a lot of my guests are um, they they start with spirituality like really young like really young Mm -hmm. so what was your what's your background
1: um i guess Hmm. My background is, uh, I, I guess I started, um, it wasn't, Hmm. That's a really good question. I guess I've always had a a spiritual, spiritual, uh, way of looking at things. Um, uh, relationships were always problematic. Uh, I think, uh, (laughs) <laughs> this is this is a harder question than i thought okay <laughs> meditation let's let's yes. just go with meditation yeah. so i have uh uh what my firstborn daughter was um extremely challenging and so i was just not having any fun with her and um the regular medical model wasn't helping and so i really got um kind of enamored with eckhart tolle and yep. uh, a new earth and um, so that the power of now, so that really helps. So meditation really was the 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 gateway for me. It's the I I always call meditation the gateway drug to spirituality, right? You know, because yeah.
0: So it's you. Would you say that a person really has to meditate quite a bit in order for them to be um, proficient in healing or any kind of? Um, I guess it would help with any kind of profession, wouldn't it?
1: Well, I think that there's so many um, distorted beliefs out there, like we were talking about before, and there's so much noise that's coming at us. Yeah, there's so many things that prevent us from um, being aligned with our true nature. You know, we don't live outside in communion with, you know, the earth, we get all these these influences that are distorted, we get all these this programming that is not true. And so we tend to be other focused and outer focused. And um, it keeps us from listening to your inner voice, which I think has the answers that we're looking for.
0: Right. So the inner voice, meaning is that like the guidance from God? Is that the same thing?
1: I think so. Yeah. I think that when you can, when you get connected with your inner voice, that is the one that we're all um connected with Mm. um it's universal divine energy it's it's the information that we're all connected to and um I think the illusion is that we're separate and that we're all kind of different and fighting each other but when in reality we're all very similar we all want the same things and um I think when you can connect to your inner voice, you can't help but, um, make better choices for you and for everyone around you.
0: Hmm. Uh, what would you say to somebody? Um, cause I sometimes have this problem of like, I'm praying for guidance, what I call guidance. Well, what is my God's direction for me? And oftentimes I'm not sure. I'm like, uh, you know, am I really getting this, uh, as a wishful thinking, like a think, a thing I uh, think I should ought to do, I think I should ought to do or is it? Um, is it God's guidance? Is it is it my ego talking basically? Or is it God's guidance? So how can you tell?
1: So one of the ways that I've had to really learn is to um, put my attention in my lower, lower chakras, like the second chakra, like put your awareness down there because we want to get away from your brain. The brain is just a troublemaker. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's usually telling us scary things, bad information. It's it's 24-7, just the bad news cycle. Um, so I think if you can put your awareness down like below your belly button, second chakra, that's that's where our true feelings reside, the ones that are unmitigated. So if you can kind of inhabit the body more than the brain, um, and just kind of get comfortable there. And I think that the guidance that you receive, it's always um, quiet. It's it's not. And, and for me, asking a question is always key, like you want to ask the question, mm. and then you'll have like, some like little phrase that will pop in, and it'll be like, for me, it's almost immediate. You know, and it's just, it's like, oh, it's just there. Um, but I think so often we just forget to ask the question. And that's, that's your, your higher self, I think.
0: Hmm. That's interesting that the second chakra, um, yeah. what's the second chakra called again?
1: The sacral chakra.
0: The sacral chakra. So you think uh, a lot of the guidance or you should be more, or is it that you should be more grounded or is that, that you get guidance from there?
1: Um, well, I think your emotions are always accurate, you know, like, you want to go, like, the universe is always talking to us. And you want to go in the direction of things that feel good, that feel make you feel happy, rather than, you know, if, if say someone asks, Hey, let's go do something. And, you know, let's go out and have dinner or whatever. And you get like this, that's your immediate reaction. That's, yeah. that's a no, you know, you want to go with the, ah, you want to uh, go with the Yeah. You want to go with the things that feel good to you and that lighten your energy that give you energy. So that's the direction.
0: Oh, I see. So okay, that's interesting. You say that because oftentimes I, I'd have an inkling of this doesn't feel good, but I still think I should do it. So therefore I would override the feeling and go ahead.
1: <laughs> well, You know, I think that's tricky because, like, you know, they have it. They have. There's a saying that you shouldn't should yourself. Don't go shoulding yourself. Yeah. Um. Because that's programming. You know, that's the culture saying that, in order to be a good person, you have to honor. I mean, honor your family. Sometimes your family they don't deserve to be honored, to be quite honest, or that, you know, Mm. like, I just think that the messages that we've received are not always accurate. So when we should ourselves, it's usually from obligation. Yeah. And spending time with somebody, if you don't really enjoy it, may not be the best thing for them either. But I think there's always the part of discernment, you know, the discernment of, well, maybe it's just my fear that's saying, don't do it, and sometimes the fear is calling you toward it. Like fear is like, come here, go in this mm. direction. So that's the part where you really have to get quiet to discern if it's your fear fearful self saying don't do it, right? Or it's the obligation self. So yeah, because with the fearful self, there's always a little bit of excitement. Like it's, you know how they say, you're not just like you, you're, we're taught to tell our kids when they're scared. Oh, you're not scared. You're just excited because right, <laughs> they're right. kind of similar.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So there's a little bit of excitement with the fear part.
0: Right. But, but it's actually for discernment. It's not the same. You have to discern. Is it fear or am I excited because obviously they'd feel different?
1: Well, it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and some like. So there's that discernment about, is it something that's good for you, which there can be fear in the way. So fear is always like that thing that, oh, I've never done that before. That could be an area of growth. Like for me, when I started doing Reiki mm. and telling people that I was a Reiki master, that was a big deal because I'm kind of this conventional person. And, and you know, a few years ago, I think it wasn't as accepted as it is now to be an energy medicine person which is what i do and uh so that seemed like a big risk to tell people that hey i do this thing with energy and because you just worry about what people think but um, yeah but that turned out to be really good for me
0: so was that the initial thing that got you into it reiki
1: so, so yeah I, mean, I started with reiki i um well so my daughter was challenging i mm. did meditation um i turned to an an intuitive a medical intuitive to get um some guidance on her she was hospitalized um when she was um in 10th grade um for depression and she was just doing all the things that you don't want your kid to be doing she had some um, um just some mental illness type of things a lot of that stuff and uh And I had read all the books, you know, I was going to be the perfect parent, I was gonna, you know, make sure my kid was happy and, and I have this kid who was just not happy having a really tough time and there was nothing I could do to help her. Mm -hmm. So I turned to a medical intuitive. And in the course of that, she's like, Hey, did you know that you're really intuitive and you probably want to look into, you know, she kind of guided me into what would have been in my best interest. And she also pointed out that the marriage that I was in, hey, did you know that you're really not happy in that marriage? And I kind of (laughs) like, I kind of knew it, but I didn't want to know it. So it's really helpful to get somebody just to kind of read your energy because we kind of get stuck in these ruts of, well, I guess that's just the way relationships are. And, You know, so it's really kind of helpful to get that different energetic perspective. Wow! So that was really helpful. And so that's when I got into Reiki and uh, Reiki, I started seeing clients for that. And then when I heard about biofield tuning, that really, it just resonated with me. It was like, oh, I have to learn that. So it's it's pretty much, pretty much, uh what i do when i see clients i i do biofield tuning
0: Mm. so um the medical intuitive thing is that is that basically like um just looking at your name and like picking up on all the all the symptoms that you have or somebody in your family might have
1: exactly it was amazing i mean it was a, a woman that i spoke to actually in seattle and um so i i had She she read my daughter in a way that was so right on and Mm. she, you know, and I'm in Boston, so (laughs) it's hard to discount that. And it just makes you like, wow, that was amazing. And it was very validating and it just like it made it. She she actually told me that, you know, it's not your fault. It's it's just the way she is. And so that was a big relief because when you're a parent, especially with your firstborn, you just blame yourself. You think, wow, I must have really screwed this up, (laughs) but you know, you get what you get with your kids and she's amazing. And she's, my daughter is amazing. And she's my greatest teacher.
0: Very challenging,
1: but. Right.
0: Is she doing better now as far as health? I guess.
1: She is. I mean, I think, you know, she's got a challenging set of, um, circuitry. Her biochemical, you know, inheritance that she receives is challenging. Um, and it's ironic that even though she got me into doing energy work, she doesn't really want to have anything with me, you know, helping her with it. She won't even meditate for them. I mean, she's just like, no, I can't do that. So, so luckily there are people that, that listen to me and do what I say.
0: (laughs) I think that's often the case with family. I think family is the, is probably like the last people on earth that listen to your advice on things.
1: Absolutely.
0: It is what it is.
1: (laughs) Exactly, exactly.
0: And I've learned not like through the years, I've learned to just not talk about it because I've had an inkling like of what certain people would say. And maybe that's a prejudice as well. I know I I realize it's a prejudgment of some people, Um, but for the most part, it's not if I come out and say, oh, you know, um, I think you should uh, do a Course in Miracles workbook or whatever, people are going to be like, yeah. What, is, what, what is this new age stuff you <laughs> know
1: yeah and I think it's 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 like you know when we consult our own in- intuition we ask the question and then you get the answer but so if people aren't asking you for help they pretty much don't want it you know what I mean like unless yeah. they're asking or they're saying you know what do you think I should do then unsolicited advice it's just
0: <laughs> it's not good. I mean you
1: yeah, I mean, you can say, "Hey, this is what I do. This is what works for me." Right. It really helped me, and then they can take it or leave it.
0: Right, because like then you're speaking from just your own experience, and you're not trying to. I think there's a big difference between um, speaking from experience and, and lecturing.
1: Yeah, and nobody wants to be lectured to. You don't
0: want to lecture because that's not that's not going to be helpful at all.
1: No, no, nope. Yeah.
0: So how did you get into then the biofield uh, energy work?
1: Uh, let's see. Uh, I listened to a podcast mm. where um, actually the energy intuitive uh, Marie Manacheri uh, was interviewing, she has a radio show. She was interviewing Eileen McCusick. And I just heard it and I got one of those. It, it was exciting. It was like, wow. And it was um, highly unusual. Like I'm, you know, I'm just kind of destined to kind of be cutting edge, not, um, you know, I'm, I, I like new things. I like, it just, it just caught my interest and my curiosity. And, and I think when she talked about how using sound, you can work on people's pain body, which mm. is one thing that Eckhart Tolle talked about. It just all kind of fell into place for me. Um, and I was also a big fan of Donna Eden, who is um, she's like the grandmother of energy medicine. And so oh, yeah. you know all the pieces just kind of like chink 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 chink. It just all resonated with me, and so I signed up for the class, and I, I, I learned as much as I could on YouTube about what she what Eileen did and her work, and uh, it just it just makes total sense, and uh, it's been a great it's it's I, I just think it's so fascinating I I don't know why everyone isn't just as fascinated as I am because I think it's amazing what we can do
0: yeah I think people have such a different interests that um yeah. it, it, we just can't force it on other people that's just the way it is
1: right right <laughs> yeah
0: um so uh, and uh, so is this work something you have to do like in person or can you do long distance as well
1: I do do distance sessions, I um, it works. It works pretty much the same. Like I will just have my laptop here. I'll do zoom sessions with clients. Um, I actually prefer in person. But I don't know, I guess there's differences when when you're doing it by distance. It's easier to focus just on the field of the person, the person's biofield, you don't get distracted by their presence as much. Um, but I, I just prefer to see people, you know, especially um, you can just get more information in person. You miss you. I, I don't know. Yeah. They they both work, though, which is which is kind of mind boggling and trying to explain how they work. That's not easy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> OK, but, let, let's go there. <laughs>
1: oh, no, don't ask me that.
0: <laughs> um let me see. So, is this based? Um, I'm trying to figure out. Is this based on the um, the the fuel of the aura? Uh, and are you like tinkering, like changing things there, or is it m- more based on going um, in the what what do you call etheric body and changing the the biological structure there, and then then the body changes as a result.
1: Uh, Let's see. So everything that's in motion gives off a vibration, right? So we have all this stuff going on in our bodies that is in motion. And so we have all these organs. We have all these, your heart, your, your spleen, your all everything. So it's giving off a vibration. And so, when everything's groovy, when everything's happy, when everything's in flow, it's a coherent, coherent vibration. Mm. And, and that's what you're giving off. And there is a, an energetic. there's a there's a um, there's a biomagnetic field that surrounds us. And there's a double layer plasma membrane on the outer edge that contains your um, these waveforms. So we each have our own little force field that our own little egg that goes around with us so if say you have um say you're really angry um the heart will give off a different vibration Mm.
0: um
1: like heart math has shown that you know the vibration that that emanates from your body when you're feeling angry or hatred so it's an incoherent vibration and so that is reflected in your biofield so when you actually work in the biofield with sound, because sound has magnetic properties, mm-hmm. you can actually manipulate those vibrations uh, just by um, using sound as like a metronome. So the frequency of the um, the tuning fork is coherent, and so it's very even, and so when it intersects with an incoherent vibration uh, through resonance and entrainment, it will start to flow together. And then it releases the excess charge that comes from the emotion that you're giving off. So to answer your question, you can work on the field and that's the blueprint. So the field is the blueprint, mm-hmm. right? So when you remedy the field, it, gives the body information. Um, But you can also work on the field on the body as well with fork. So is a weighted tuning fork. Okay. So you just activate it like this, and it vibrates. So it's giving off frequency. And then you would like put it on the body, you could, um, you could just do like this. And so this is sending sound waves into the body. Um, that are coherent and opening up space, it releases sound, releases nitric oxide in the body. Um, meta- modern medicine uses sound in a thing called, um, lithotripsy to break up kidney stones using sound. So you just send sound into the kidney. It breaks up mm-hmm. the kidney stones. And so this is kind of the same thing, but, and so you would put it on the body, it opens up space and uh, breaks. And that creates more flow, and ultimately more charge in the body, more voltage.
0: How do you um, like when you do a long distance, do the, does the patient need to hear the sound?
1: So it's really not about the acoustic quality of the sound, hmm. which is interesting. People think it's going to be like a sound back. It's really it's not even that it's. Um, so it's the intention. Mm. and the focus that so it's kind of like, um, you know, with our with our intention, you can focus on a person's energy field, and our thoughts have mass their energy. And because we're all connected by by the ether, so there's there's a there's a substance that connects us all. Um, and so we're all connected. So in the same way that like, you know, your brain knows when your toe hurts, even though they're separate. Yeah, we're all connected in the universe. So when I use my thoughts to connect with you wherever you are, and using the sound, it just because we're all connected, it's just focusing. it, mm-hmm. it actually works the same way.
0: Could we do uh, maybe a bit a bit of a demonstration a bit later?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: or what could I or do? is or is that because uh, I, I you know um, I think it'd be interesting. I, I never tried something like this before, uh, and so it does seem a, it's a very interesting proposition. Healing with sound is that there must be like an ancient equivalent to this. They must have uh, done this way back when but we just forgot about it.
1: That's a good question. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's the same, the same concept as prayer, right? Mm. I mean, you know, when you, when you think positive thoughts about somebody, they receive it. They might not be consciously aware of it, but their body has received it. Um, or, you know, it's just that we are all connected when the phone rings and like and it's somebody that you were just thinking about. It's because we are connected. So yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to think how I could um what I could do. I mean I could what I could do is just um use the the sound waves and um let's see, we could um well one thing that I, I did like three this, I wouldn't want to do this on you, but I did three adrenal resets yesterday okay. um, on clients. So just, um, locking phase with a person's, with the, the adrenals and getting their adrenals to calm down because they're overacted because of stress. Right. So, yeah.
0: Well, well then you wouldn't just be doing it on me though. You'd, you would be also doing it on the audience, right? If this is recorded.
1: Um. Hmm. I'm just trying to think how I could, uh, what I would do. Um, well, one of the things that, um, I, I know I, here's what I could do is I could adjust your earth star and your sun star. So, okay. so yeah, I could do that. We could do like a group tuning. So adjusting your earths, the earth star and the sun star is going to open up the energy flow in your etheric body, your energy body, which is this, the center of your biofield.
0: Let me ask you this: like, uh, what is what is the most common thing uh, that people, uh, that clients, when they they um, seek you out, that they have off in their body?
1: Um, a lot of times, it's it's uh, just emotional stuckness a lot of times it's just stress not sleeping well yeah. um you know just feeling off feeling stuck and um just really not sure where to go um so that's a lot of it um uh, and then i get some people come in with migraine headaches stuff like that that works really well just working on the, the body yeah to yeah. relief.
0: So migraine headaches, do you think they're, they often caused by, um, or o- almost always by like emotional underlying issues.
1: I think a lot of times migraine headaches are caused by blocking your intuition, not wanting to know what, you
0: know, Oh my goodness. Wow. So would that be uh, cause I'm thinking of a person that I, uh, that I knew at one time, um, so uh, she always had good intentions but would sometimes not want to see perhaps the the bad side so with that that obviously would could, could manifest as a as a migraine
1: mm-hmm. 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 Very yes. interesting.
0: I never thought of that connection. But now that you said it I was I immediately thought of her as like that's that's amazing.
1: Yeah, because all of the thought forms, they, they almost act as filters. So they, they, they filter out what you can see if there's a blockage there.
0: Mm. And
1: that's why removing them gives you more information. It gives you all of the information that's available so that you can make better decisions. So all of the, the stuck energy that's in your field, it kind of keeps you making the same mistakes in relationships and in, in the choices that you make so yeah
0: i want to ask you something because um uh, this is personal to me uh, but some of my listeners as well is that um people um uh, and i sometimes get bogged down with political stuff and that's obviously highly emotionally charged and all that um so how do you think uh, hmm, let me see how do you think would be easier to handle that would be would be meditation or not not taking such a strong position, let's say, uh, about anything that you are talking about?
1: Super challenging. I mean, especially right now. I mean, I struggle <laughs> with I struggle with that myself. Um, <laughs> right? You know, I think just I think removing uh, the emotion, removing the emotional charge, you know, uh, as much as possible and staying neutral and balanced when you're interacting with someone, being able to come from a place of curiosity and to stay engaged in the conversation as much as possible. Because I think that's the only way we're gonna find our way as a species, really. Um, There's so much polarization. Um, So I, I think also getting clear on your own beliefs and feeling, um, at peace with them. And also just connecting with source, knowing that, you know, I can do what I can do and some things are out of my control. It's that discernment yeah. and just living from a place of integrity and, um, not feeling threatened by other people's beliefs, I guess. So it's, and then having the throat chakra, your ability to communicate without like for me, uh, you know, just being more vocal about my own opinions. I think it's important that we do that, but I think it's highly volatile. So it's, it's scary. I mean, it's, it's important that we, we say and not hold back our opinions, um, but do it in a way that is, um, you know not uh belligerent or um yeah just being very calm and centered as you state your opinions
0: because yeah. mm. I, I think i definitely lost friends on facebook and otherwise on in real life um about certain things i shared um either on the wall or you know I talked about in person um sometimes there is an intention to like not only be not only state what you think is right but kind of like uh uh like a like a sword like a mental sword like uh oh, take this yeah <laughs>
1: yeah like you want to win you want to yeah, win that conversation right win
0: yes uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah how do you get like okay that's my big problem i guess and probably a lot of uh the listeners could relate with the wantingness to be right and and to win.
1: Well, I think the other thing to to realize is that um, to every situation there's a hundred and forty four sides.
0: Mm.
1: You know, there like there's so many different ways of looking at every issue and depending on where you're standing like the thing about the, the the blind man and the elephant right if there's an elephant and the blind man comes up to it and he might touch um, the trunk he might say oh an elephant is long and thin mm. you know but if he if he touched another part of the elephant it would he would describe it differently so i think honoring different people's perspective on how they see things from their life experience um, and somehow having them both be okay, both be right and both be valid. Um, I think that's an inviting all viewpoints to the table. Um, it's not a simple solution, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's the only way that we can live in harmony and somehow, uh, have, um, uh, an atmosphere of, okay, we've got to, we've got to work together. If I honor what you say and you honor what I say, um, somehow we can move forward.
0: Yeah. Um, it's not easy.
1: I, I It's definitely not easy because, you know, people are at different places and, um, yeah, different
0: belief systems um i think it's important to come from a place of good faith
1: once you yes. come
0: from a place of bad in bad faith and arguing bad faith and talking bad, yeah faith, yeah um then everything will be um uh, and
1: i think i think i think as leaders as is people who are kind of managing those conversations like i think when the person who is kind of you know uh managing the conversations, if, if, if we can all admit that, you know, I'm not perfect, like I've screwed up, like I, you know, I do the best that I can, but I'm not perfect. But I think when people are afraid to admit that they're um, culpable, that, that they are to blame in any of the issues that are going on now, like we all have to be vulnerable in that respect. And when you can model that, then other people feel Freer to admit their part in things, because it's only when you can really recognize what the problem is can you Mm -hmm. solve it.
0: Yeah, to have a certain sense of humility and not not to think you're one hundred percent right, right, right. Yeah. Well, well, so is there any other modality that you use, uh, a a kind of healing modality or anything else in your practice?
1: Hmm. Um. I mean I think i I usually talk throughout the session and um i i i I think it's it's kind of channeled information like that I just kind of say whatever i whatever comes in as i'm as I'm working and uh so there's a there's an educational you know there's kind of like a uh the part of just education for people like that don't that don't realize that you know first of all you deserve to be happy um you know that's you know you deserve to be in a happy relationship um just is kind of um i mean those are kind of like uh radical ideas
0: that (laughs) right
1: you know that you should follow you know your bliss that joseph campbell says like go in the direction of things that make you happy Hmm. um i mean not Totally. I mean, we still have, we live on a 3D planet and we have, you know, bills to play. And so you might have to do another job, but, but try to incorporate things that make you happy and go in that direction. And when you're living in integrity, then that, a lot, that gives other people permission to do the same.
0: Mm. So. Well, what do you think, uh, in your opinion, is living in integrity? Because that's a really a fascinating thing. Um, years ago I did, the. Uh, I don't know if familiar familiar with landmark program but they are big on on integrity and saying is doing what you say and saying what you do yeah yeah i
1: mean yeah i think that that's so important that um you speak your truth and the the name of my um, business is called fifth chakra energy so the fifth chakra is all about speaking your truth and listening to your truth and um, when I did that, my whole life changed for the better. And, um, you know, once you kind of go through that, um, that recognition and starting to work in alignment with what your soul is here to do, then um, it's almost like you're unrecognizable to the people who knew you before.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a good we... way. For me, it wasn't imaginable years ago that I would be doing this. Um, I just kind of stumbled upon it really uh, <laughs> and enjoyed it and started doing it. And here I am. And it's, uh, it's fascinating. I think, I think people, um, I think we're often afraid of taking chances because the years ago, I remember, um, I don't know, it's a stupid thing, but um, like not a stupid, but you know, uh, it like eight years ago, I remember wanting to take a, when I was in London wanting to take a stand-up course, but I was too chicken to do it. I was like, ah, but but I thought it'd be fun, but I, I didn't do it. Um, Wait,
1: a, a what course?
0: A stand-up course, like oh. a stand-up comedy course. Comedy,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought it would be fun to do it, but then I never did it, you know, so I was like, ah.
1: <laughs> well, I think we're all like these unique individuals. You know, I study astrology and, mm. you know, you just see how we're all so unique and, and um, what, what's going to make me happy is not the same thing that's going to make you happy or anybody else. And so, you know, just taking the chance to be the unique unicorn that you are, you know, and just whatever appeals to you, no matter how weird it sounds is probably is the way to go. And, mm. um, you know, I think the whole age of Aquarius is all about um, being your unique unicorn. Um, you know, different, not following the mold and following the path that only you can do, because if you don't do it, it, it remains undone. Right. It's like, you know, there's that thing that if you don't follow your bliss, then no one will do it. And that's a sad loss for all of us.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like you can go to healers or whatever, but like you can only live your life you know by your actions nobody can do it for you right that's the thing Yeah. yeah um i i think that's the exciting and scary part of life because it's like well it's on you like you can do a lot of meditation and all that but certain people are called to do certain things and if you you keep hearing it and hearing it but you're not doing it then you're doing yourself and other people around you a disservice exactly Hmm.
1: exactly yeah
0: what do you think about the I often bring up the parable from the bible about the talents because i feel like it applies to me in a way uh it's it's a a parable that talks about like one guy had one talent and he dug it in a hole and and then another guy had like three talents and he developed it and he had five and the, the one that developed it got even more and the one that hit one, lost that one. <laughs> so
1: yeah. that, what
0: that's, do you think about developing oneself and maybe even, even uh, healing-wise as well?
1: Because wherever your energy, wherever your attention goes, energy flows. Hmm. So if you put your attention in something um, that is positive, then that's going to um just keep growing from there and uh yeah it's it's off it's often the case that people who follow a spiritual path they end up branching out and like oh i like tarot and oh i like astrology and you know it's 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 just all fun it's all um it just you just never know and it's constantly being surprised by what um what the universe has in store for you but it's that thing about if you don't follow the voice then there's a blockage there mm. and uh that that's gonna cost you because um you're you're repressing a natural yeah. emotion and as uh, you know the the um destiny of emotions are to be expressed and if we have an emotion if we have a desire and we thwart that um it'll end up causing illness or you know it's just it's it's uh there's a price that you pay for that
0: right for suppressing emotions and also for not following through what what you feel uh your intuition is telling you to do right yeah right um let's talk a bit about astrology because i i as a teenager i really was enamored and like spent hours and hours like uh being into astrology and all that and uh like uh, this is a weird question but what's the first thing like when you when you look at a person's chart what's the thing that you look at for most that you're like oh this is this is indicative of something very significant
1: well I think in in the study of whole sign astrology which is traditional astrology is is what I study um it's the rising sign Mm. The rising sign, um, I think is, is more important in, in a lot of ways than the sun sign. So, I mean, they're all this, the rising, your sun sign, where, um, the MC, um, and where your moon is, I guess, right. they're all important.
0: I know my, um, uh, MC is mid heaven, right? Yep. My, I think my mid heaven is Sagittarius and my rising sign is, um, uh, Pisces.
1: That's what really, didn't you, I thought you told me you were like a triple something.
0: Oh okay. no, 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 no. But I I was, I'm, um, uh, I'm my son, my son sign and, um, a moon sign is Libra. And then, but I have three others, three other Scorpios in, in that okay okay chart. Yeah. Yeah. That's why.
1: Three planets in Scorpio.
0: Yeah. Three planets okay. in Scorpio. Yeah.
1: So your rising is Pisces? Yes. That's what mine is too. So we want to merge with everybody. We are, <laughs> you know, we're just like, oh, everybody you know, peace and love and you know, we wanna connect and it's really easy. Like like I feel like it's easy for Pisces to kind of get lost in everybody else's stuff and uh yeah um, for it's sure a, yeah,
0: it, it's, yeah. A, it's a bit like a chameleon sign as well you're um a lot more changeable and, and based on the environment you are in and the people you're with i think
1: yes yeah yeah the rising is important um i have chiron in my first house um so that's the okay. wounded so I mean so that's the way that you go through life that's how that's how people perceive you that's that's what you give off Mm. Uh, but i also think the um the north node is really important like the north node is what you're growing into what you aspire what the area of growth that you're going into Mm. the south node is is what what you came from right like like in prior lifetimes so that's what mastered previously scorpio
0: for me for me what i came from was scorpio (laughs) and i still have a lot of that um and what i'm going to is taurus which is i guess uh making a stable home uh, uh, making a living making a comfortable home is that it
1: yeah being very grounded and uh the, the the finer things in life and you know, having beautiful things, eating wonderful food, and just going into oh. that. area. Does that sound good? <laughs>
0: that sounds good, yeah. yeah. But, but it's all—it's tied into like making money for yourself. It's not tied into other people's stuff. It's tied. I think, as I understand it, it's more about um, making a living for yourself. Right. I guess
1: it would depend on what um, house you're. Um,
0: oh, I the don't North Node
1: is in. Yeah, so the houses are. So that would be maybe. So the second house is, is self-worth and money. The third house is siblings and learning the fourth house is, um, like mm. your home, your private life. Okay. So. Um,
0: can we try that thing uh, that we talked about? So sure. uh, let's, do yeah, let's do that. Let's right. do that. Sounds fun.
1: Yeah. I'm going to do it. So So what, so if you want to, um, I usually just start off with like a, a grounding exercise for people and, um, wanna just let yourself, um, feel the earth beneath your feet, get grounded and you might wanna focus on your breath, just breathing in through the nose. And if you can imagine yourself breathing out through the bottoms of your feet, This will just help to relax the body. Okay. So what I'm going to do now is use the tuning fork and I'm going to, I'm going to sit. So this tuning is going to be for everybody who ever listens to this podcast for now and in the future, because time is construct. So I'm going to be working on everyone's etheric body as a group. and imagining your, your hologram is in front of me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to activate the tuning fork and locate Earth star. So the Earth star is a chakra that is located beneath it's, it's between your legs and it actually, it's supposed to be beneath your feet, but most people that I encounter, it is located between your ankles. And by adjusting the earth star, you're going to allow so I'm, I'm actually in the chakra here and i'm noticing some anxiety because every every emotion that you encounter has a signature frequency so mm-hmm. there's a little bit of anxiety that i'm sensing
0: sure yep like, That sounds totally right.
1: yeah <laughs> why not so yeah so so whatever the the tuning fork encounters it kind of echoes, it's like echo, low, it bounces sonar off of it. Mm. And it gives it kind of reads what's there. But then it also entrains to it. So I've, I've actually so you might want you might notice some uh, pressure beneath your feet. Just put your awareness near your feet. Mm. And so I'm actually adjusting the Earth star, and I'm slowly pulling it down because ideally it, it should be located about 12 inches beneath your feet.
0: Mm, interesting. That will,
1: that's your connection to the Earth, mm. to ground. Because <sighs> as human beings, we need to be connected to the Earth. So there is quite so that the fork is kind of bouncing up and down. Um, actually, you can't see it here. It's it's bouncing up and down. And that okay. is the anxiety. So whenever there's like a fear vibration, it's kind of a.
0: Hmm.
1: And whenever um, I do this work, there's a lot of breathing, the breathing helps to move work through the blockages. So I'm slowly adjusting it, moving it down. It's feeling, it's settling, it's settling a bit now. Just so much uncertainty in the world right now that uh, so much going on, totally makes sense that we're all carrying a lot anxiety. it's It's moving, I hear the birds in the background and uh and I think I think um just taking comfort from nature is is really helpful to us um, listening to to bird songs is going to help remind us of of where we come from and and they're 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 here to help us like nature is it's it's really it's kind of like our saving grace it is for me and i think it is for humanity too is that we we recognize you know that that we're in this together and remaining grounded connected to the earth in our bodies you know just being present in 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 your awareness so i'm actually so you're earth star it's it's now probably about a foot beneath your feet and i'm shifting your hologram so i don't have to go over there (laughs) and that's cool because you know you can shift holograms around so you don't have to move so now what i'm doing is i'm i'm so there's a your biofield is a, a toroidal shape so there's a channel that goes up the center of your being and and by with my intention, I'm opening up the central channel with this, with this, um, this is the 528 frequency tuning fork. And just opening up and strengthening that uh, flow of energy and also at the same time connecting to ground. So I've got the fork in the earth star opening up the central channel, strengthening that flow so that's pulling up the negative charge from the earth. <sighs> really strengthening that pathway. And I'm just gonna take, and I invite you to take some deep breaths and just exhale whatever is ready to be, to, to be let go. I'm I'm feeling some anxiety in my heart, my chest area. So that's Mm. um, just, you know, just um, feeling that anxiety in my heart as well.
0: Are you picking up on mine?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: And, And everyone who's ever gonna listen to this, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm feeling the uh, anxiety right here. We're just gonna breathe into that and do one more. Good. So opening up that channel. And I invite you to just exhale and just allow whatever is ready to go to be released, whatever energy that we're, we're running into. I'm actually gonna use, um, I'm actually gonna use a different tuning fork here. So this is a, a different frequency. Hmm. That's good. So now I'm going to actually go around and I'm going to work on your sun star. So the sun star is a chakra that's located above your head Mm. and it's right above your crown. And so with the tuning fork, I'm going to, ooh, so that sounds sharp. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So there's, So, so I've got the fork right there and I'm slowly adjusting this to be about the same distance above your head that the earth star is below your feet. It's usually about 12 inches or so Just slowly moving this higher. And this is your connection as you might guess to the sun. Mm. So as, as human beings, we, have, we need our connection to earth, we need our connection to sun. Mm. And the sun is the positive charge. So we get the positive electrical charge, because we're electrical beings, we're not just chemical and physical, we're electrical. And so the earth gives you the negative charge and the sun gives you the positive charge. Mm just strength. So I'm just adjusting this. And what this is going to do is it's going to strengthen your biofield, the outer boundary, so that you are more uh, robust in your energy field and you're not as likely to hmm. absorb toxic energy from others.
0: It's gonna well, that's keep... great.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I'm moving it up, taking some deep breaths. So what are you noticing?
0: Uh, it does feel more solid, like, uh, feels more solid all around. I don't, it's hard to explain. Um, fewer more settled. Um, yeah, there, there was a lot of anxiety. I, I, this week.
1: Yeah. So now I am opening up the central channel. I've shifted your hologram because normally I'm I'm working on people's feet and their head and walking around, but I can just move your hologram. So, so easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now I'm with my intention. I'm opening up I'm, I'm, I'm activating the positive flow. So there's a bi-directional flow of energy in mm-hmm. your biofield. So it's coming down, it's coming up. And the, the energy, the electromagnetic energies are flowing like like the, a spout of a whale. It goes above your head and it mm-hmm. goes around your biofield and then it comes up your feet. So it's constantly swirling around. So now we have... positive and negative flow, bi-directional current, spiraling energy. Let's take a deep breath. Telling. And just focus on that inner core, you know, just focus on whenever you start feeling stressed, you far, start worrying about the future or the past, just focus on pulling your energy into that cent- central core because the central core connects with all of the chakras in the body and it feeds them. So you really want to um, just pull your energy in mm-hmm. and you can do that with your with your thoughts. Thoughts are incredibly powerful.
0: Where is the central core? Like is it's, it- It
1: goes right up this, this the the spine and um, down to the feet and up around. So it's, so a toroidal shape is, it's like a, it's it's oval with a core in the middle. And the core, the central core is what I'm working on. This is like your your inner lightning rod. Hmm. So the more voltage that you have, the more energy that you have, the healthier you'll be. So you really wanna, up your voltage. And this is a, a very different way of looking at the human body by focusing on the voltage. Um but you no know, if your heart stops what do we do? We put electricity in it. If we want to read your brain yeah. waves, do we do. It's an E K G or E E G. So we're actually working on the electrical charge and breathing, just deep breathing, breathing into your lower belly, that those belly breaths that brings in more charge to your body so when we're stressed we tend to just do lung, like upper lung and Mm. that doesn't bring in enough charge so when you're breathing you're actually breathing in electricity electrical charge electromagnetic charge which your body which feeds your body so that's why breath work is so important and so beneficial
0: and so full lung breaths instead of yeah
1: Yes, that mm. brings you, right? It really just releases, it activates the, the, the vagus nerve, and it just really brings your body into, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay in this moment, into the present moment. And whenever you focus on your breath, you're in the present moment. And as Eckhart Tolle says, there really are no problems in the present moment.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, unless you're being chased by it, a bear or something or you know someone's right, chasing right. you around with a gun or you know in the present moment you know there's very few problems for the most part and if there is one we'll deal with it you'll move you'll run <laughs> yeah so yeah so i've opened up the central core and that sounds good mm. so i feel there's a bi-directional flow a deep breath All right and now what i'm going to do is i'm going to do uh, the infinity sign starting your solar plexus so this is one thing we do is we mm-hmm. kind of do the infinity sign a figure eight and this integrates the work that i did in just opening up your earth chakra and your your earth star and your sun star so the infinity sign integrates the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere. And now I'm connecting to the present moment. So now you're squarely located in the here and now, energetically. All right.
0: Right. This was uh, quite something. <laughs> 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 yeah, I feel quite better. Oh. I didn't what?
1: expect to do that. So, um, Yeah,
0: I I didn't. I didn't intend to ask. It just came to me when we were uh, doing the. uh, Yeah,
1: you know, you exercised your throat chakra really well. So good job. What do you mean? You didn't hold back. You just, you just asked. You, (laughs) I'm kind of making a joke. You know, you just, you just were like, "Hey, could you do a mini session?" And I'm like, "Okay." (laughs) (laughs) You didn't hold back. Is what I'm saying. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. You put
1: me on the spot, but all right, we'll go with that
0: yeah well good thank you uh that was (laughs) but i'm interested are you able to see when you're doing it um like right now we're able to see where the you said the earth sign is we're able to see where exactly it was
1: so for me it's more of a of a a feeling you know like i can feel um when things open up by the tone of the fork and by the vibration so Um, I could feel the anxiety in the beginning. I felt the kind of similar in in the earth, the sun star, they're very different energies that you feel, but mainly it's the earth star that gives you the most information. Like that kind of gives you the whole sense of what's going on in a person's body. And you know, you had a lot of anxiety. And, and what the, the sound does is it just kind of calms it down and says, okay, we're okay. Now, you know, calm down, everything's all right. And, um, we can let go of that extra charge. That's holding on to that, the fear because in the present moment, everything's groovy. <laughs> and
0: uh, and, <laughs> and when, you were, when you were doing the, when the sound went really sharp, that's when, you know, like, Oh, something's off. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, there's, you know, different thought forms that you're are kind of just um sometimes if people are just taking in too much, you know, information, like too much news that yeah. can, can really block this because you're not connected, you're not connected to the natural flow of the universe. You know, when you connect to the universe, everything's in perfect order. Mm. We're never late. Everything's, you know. You're right where you're supposed to be. Um, we're not kind of constricted by man-made stresses, timetables, you know. Um, so being in that flow is is the ideal, connected to the sun and the earth.
0: Wow. And yeah, it does seem like, uh, I have a friend of mine, a good friend, who's also into politics, but periodically he will just stay off it entirely because he says, it impacts his spirituality in a negative way. So he has to like get off it. For me, I get off, like mostly I get just like kind of, because he would get like obsessed with it. But me, it's more like I get kind of depressed by it. So I stay away and do other things.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 I recommend to people that are stressed, especially like during the elections here, I just told people do not do not do media, do not follow the news. It's not good for us. I mean, you know, it's, it's, we have to be really conscious of everything that you that that comes into your energy field. And that includes news, um, people that you're with, everything gives off a frequency. And um, it's, it's, you know, you ha- we have to put ourselves on diets where we only, we only ingest what's good for us energetically. So go out with nature, You know, it's, and the more that you focus on your little world on being aligned and being happy, it has the ripple effect and, you know, you may think it's not doing enough and that you need to be involved in politics. But I just feel like if everybody went out and planted a tree and, you know, spent time near a body of water and, you know, just fed themselves. It would raise the frequency of your body, which would raise the Earth's frequency. So mm-hmm. since we're all connected, every little bit helps. And uh, yeah.
0: How how connected is the is the soul's energy with? Because uh, I, I imagine if you do <clears throat> if you do spiritual progress, if you make spiritual progress, that would affect the the energy body that the the aura that you just like worked on now, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, because connecting to source is always going to give you true and the right information. It's you're always going to be getting, you know, um, coherent, beneficial, loving messages, mm. connecting to source, it's never going to tell you anything that's that's going to negatively impact you. I mean, it, it might actually say, oh, you need to go do this brave thing. But um, it's always for the benefit of the whole. Because it's like, it's like the body is always trying to be healthy. And so what what tuning forks do, do is to assist the body in its own healing. And so the universe is the same. The universe always wants health and, you know, wants the planet it wants all of us to evolve so when we connect to that energy that information it's always in the highest good of the whole Hmm.
0: yeah well um, i'm interested what kind of things um are you able to uh uh, heal let's say uh to use that word uh, to to this because i imagine If you're not grounded for long periods of time, and if you're really, really stressed for long periods of time, uh, there's illnesses that develop invariably in the body. Um,
1: so we, so we, um, the the things that biofield tuning is good for is, is mainly just reducing stress in the body hmm. and what is stress stress is, um, stuck energy. So, that's kind of like the basis of, of energy medicine is just releasing, getting rid of stress. Um, so specific things like um, it can help with depression, which is stuck energy. It can help with migraine headaches. It can help with um, just arthritis. It can help with any kind of pain that's going on in the body, when it gets to be an advanced disease process, biofield tuning is not the thing. Um, you know, that's not going to cure cancer right, because right. it's, it's, it's too far advanced. So this is, it's, it's something, you know, that is really great for things that, you know, are more just stress related, which, which is really all illness when you think about it um but it actually is good for helping to heal bones like if you have a broken bones the vibration of a tuning fork is going to help with that
0: hmm.
1: it helps with a lot of different things
0: it might also prevent uh developing of cancer because a lot of times cancer is uh um, exactly. i don't know resentment or like longstanding stuff that's not yeah. been resolved
1: yeah like um like, like heart like heart attacks and lung cancer we store um, unexpressed grief in the left side of the heart chakra. This is where your sadness, grief, and loss is, sto- is mm-hmm. stored. If you don't express that, if you just stuff it, and then this is this is where you store um, caretaking or you know doing for others, where you should like over overdoing for others. Um, so that's why so many people end up getting heart attacks because they don't express their their feelings, or even Mm. breast cancer. Um, Those are big ones. And it's because of emotions that are stuck.
0: You know, I mentioned uh, Dr. David Hawkins, who, who, uh, you know, um, and uh, he had his book called Letting Go. And that book talks about, um, uh, like, if you want to let go of negative emotions, usually people suppress repress use escapism or vent, like express the emotion, but his way is to go into it. So you yes. either can go into a negative yeah. emotion, or you can stop resisting a positive one. And oftentimes when I do that, lately, what I'm experiencing is like, there's, um, I don't know, like a certain neck adjustments or neck cracks or whatever, like that, that stuff tends to happen. So it seems like that's a lot of stuff right now. It's stored in my neck for some reason. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I think, I think just really, um, listening to, Mm. I mean, I always say that all the emotions are valid and they all deserve a seat at the table. You know, that, there are certain emotions like hate or anger you know especially women where we're not supposed to have those emotions mm-hmm. and we clearly do because we're humans like all the emotions are valid but we don't as a as a culture or different cultures we don't allow ourselves to have them and so um just by anybody truly listening like I, I say that's what I'm doing I'm just gonna listen to your body find out you know what's what's the most pressing, you know, who's the neediest part of the body, and then we work on that particular area. So I'll work on like one chakra in a session. So what I did before was I adjusted the Earth star and the Sun star. And then in a typical session, I would use energy testing to find out which chakra is is calling out which is saying, Hey, I'm really stuck here. I have okay. and so then i would come in so i would work at the edge of the biofield and at the edge of the biofield is is your birth experience so if you if your mother had a difficult labor for example and you were stuck you weren't born or you know you had a difficult time then that experience is going to be something that is going to be part of your your you're going to have it's going to be an issue for you. Mm. So you'll you might find yourself in other stuck areas throughout your life. Um, so working on the, the edge of the biofield finding out what other what emotions weren't able to be expressed working through them. And then as I get closer to the body, that's your current age. So like rings of a tree, all of your experiences are encoded in your biofield. Uh, every experience, every emotion um, so you can find out like at what age you had a difficult experience. So like I'll run into some stuckness at say 10 years old and you'll say, oh yeah, that's when my house burned down and you know, we didn't have a place to live. And so that emotion is is blocking you and it's mm. it's like a filter. So by removing that filter, you can be more present in your current life it's all the stuff in our past that um creates us being, from being fully present that we haven't processed so i'm not sure if that answered your
0: question yeah. I'm, I'm sorry
1: if i kind of went off on a tangent but
0: that's fascinating because everybody has basically stuck uh, energy in their body and so yeah. it, uh, this works that you do seems to um uh, yeah. resolve a lot of that um stuck energy
1: yeah, and the theory is that what is stuck out there is bio photons. So that's your inner, it's, it's your light, right? So by releasing it, and then what we do is we, we move it in and then we put it back in the, the corresponding chakra. So that at the end of a session, people usually say, oh, I feel so much calmer. And they look lighter and they feel lighter mm. because we're literally made of light made of light. And so that's where that's putting more of your, your life force energy into your body so that yeah. you can use when it's stuck out here, you don't have access to it. It's,
0: right. it's,
1: it's missing. And it's, you're not able to heal correctly because your, your blueprint is messed up. So in this way, the, by, by moving these blockages, we're helping the blueprint, your energetic blueprint which is the basis of your your health. So hmm. you want that to be clean. You want it to be
0: clear. Right. I certainly feel more um, more calm. than Good. Um, Good. And uh, people maintain it, I imagine, with meditation and going out in nature and just taking care of themselves, right?
1: Yeah. I mean. Absolutely. And you know, I always tell people just, you know, oh, so people need to do a salt bath afterwards, because that helps with the detox, there can be a mm. detox reaction, because you're digesting emotions that you didn't digest before. Um, but yeah, uh, usually I see people, we say come for three sessions, and then uh, we'll reevaluate see how you feel because you can't cure everything in one session. Obviously. And then then people will come for maybe once a month, I'll see them once a month for a tune-up an energetic tune-up
0: yeah. cool 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 yeah um amazing I, I love your work um is there anything else we forgot to talk about um
1: didn't show you my crystals <laughs> oh okay
0: so you work with crystals as well
1: yeah so we yeah, have part of so sometimes when you get we i get really stuck um what crystals do is they um, amplify the vibration and different crystals have different properties. Like citrine has a different um, structure than this is a, a Lemurian crystal. So this mm. is these, these work just really well with the body. They hold information. And so by sending the vibration through the crystal that helps to break up energy, it just helps the body um, get the information that it's missing. So, yeah we use it's called um, phonophoresis when you send sound using through a different substance so you can you send sound through a crystal you can send sound through um, essential oils so whatever the properties of the essential oils are that are healing and beneficial for the body like medicine go it deeper into the body so it's just mm-hmm. helping the body to be coherent and happy and home using using natural substances and you know what i love about it is that it's you know helping the body to do what it's supposed to do without pharmaceuticals or
0: yeah for sure
1: yes so i mean
0: there is a place with certain like antipsychotic or whatnot medications but i think a lot of times people can if they take care of themselves and especially with alternative therapy like this one that they can um get better without uh without medication which would uh, be ideal yeah yeah
1: yeah absolutely that's why i love it
0: awesome um uh, this feels like a good place to end uh, i want to thank you so much uh julie ramso everybody she's uh she does the bio field tuning and also other things right
1: <laughs> reiki yeah I, I i bring everything you know all okay. the all the yeah and it's fifth chakraenergy.com is my website so i'll,
0: I'll put it Just, under the videos and yeah. the podcast um thank you so much for being on the podcast
1: great to talk to you
0: and thank you everybody for listening and watching
1: have a great day